Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. It makes no difference whether you felt like the Lord heard you or not. If the word states that he did, then bless God, it's true. If God said he heard and answered your prayer, then he did, so you say he heard and answered me. Base your faith on what God said, not on what you felt. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Paul said some very illuminating things about his conscience, which is, of course, the voice of the Spirit. And I would suggest that you do it. I don't have time. You go through the New Testament and follow what he said. You can follow your reference and follow what he said about his conscience. Now, let's go back to this verse in Romans 8, 16, before we conclude. The Spirit itself, or himself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Too many times... People think that the witness he's talking about here is a physical something. It isn't at all. He does not say that he bears witness with our bodies. People will say many times, you know, I'm saved because I feel like it. Well, now, if they're talking about a spiritual sense, that's a different thing or a witness. Let's call it what the Bible calls it. Let's don't call it feeling because that's misleading. You see, feeling is the voice of the body. It's not the voice of your spirit. Reason is the voice of the soul or the mind. Conscience is the voice of the spirit. Well, he's not going to bear witness with your feeling. He's not going to bear witness with your reason. He bears witness with your spirit. Is that right? I'll be honest with you. I'm very careful about using the word feeling. See, we sense the presence of God very often in our service. We say, we felt it. Well, we really didn't feel it physically so much as we sensed it spiritually. It affects us a lot of time physically. But but we should be careful to differentiate because people get into this feeling realm. Then when they feel good, well, glory to God, hallelujah, I'm saved, everything's fine, filled with the Spirit. Then when they feel bad, their face is long, said, well, I've lost it all. I don't feel like I did, so I must be backslid. Yeah, I've had people like that to deal with, and you have too, everybody has, that's been in the ministry, though. But you see, their faith is based on the wrong thing. If we go by feeling, then we're going to be in trouble. It makes no difference whether you felt like the Lord heard you or not. If the word states that he did, then bless God, it's true. If God said he heard and answered your prayer, then he did, so you say he heard and answered me. Base your faith on what God said, not on what you felt. Now, see, we run into this very often on this healing business. Now, I can tell you exactly, because I've been in the healing ministry for 43 years, And I want to say it again because I want to keep it clear. You know, we're not opposed to doctors or medical or medical science. Thank God for all they can do and the help, you see, that they afford people. We're not against them. They're not against us. They're, They're against the same thing I'm against. They're just using different methods. Amen. 
But uh, I know from my own experience of practicing divine healing. Like one fellow said down in East Texas years ago, you know, he said, bless God, he for 25 years, you know, he said, I haven't taken anything, rubbed anything on. Well, that's not really testifying for healing, you see. But the Lord has been my healer and I hadn't been necessary for me to do any of that. And I know from experience because I practice what I preach. I wouldn't preach something to you that I didn't practice myself. And it's a difficult thing with pain in your body. But you see, practicing the word and being led of the spirit, the spirit and the word go together. See, a lot of people try to act on the word of God, never paying attention to what their hearts tell them. But they're going to have to balance out. Well, I remember on one attack I had, and I don't know to this day what it was, but for eight hours and something, I was in pain. It, it, it fell to me right here, not up here in my stomach, not down in the lower bowels, but about middle, right here by where my belt buckle is. For eight hours and 40 minutes, it's just like, some, just like something with fingers in there, just a tearing, just pulling. I, I, you're most excruciating pain. You couldn't sleep. I hadn't slept all night long. It would, as I appropriated the promise of God and prayed it lit up, never completely stop a little bit. I'd doze off to sleep, and then when I'd doze off, it'd come back again. I'd wake up. Well, for eight hours and 40 minutes, eight hours and 40 minutes, pain will pull you down after a while. You just can't stand but so much. And so finally, after eight hours and 40 minutes of that, you see, I was so pulled down, I hadn't slept all night. I, I needed rest. I'm tired. And I said to the Lord, Lord, uh, you know, I fought this thing about as far as I can go here. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I need some help here. I can't stand this pain any longer. And, and I said, Lord, somewhere here, I, I'm missing this somewhere here. I don't know where it is. I, I didn't see it at least, but you know, where is it? You didn't miss it. Where is it? On the inside of me. See, we're talking about being led in spirit. On the inside of me. That, uh, that still small voice. I don't mean the voice of the Spirit of God speaking to you like it does sometimes so real that it just seems like some audible voice. But the still small voice. See, and that's the next step beyond being led by the witness of the Spirit is by the inward voice. That still small voice that every Christian has. Not just preachers, every Christian. That still small voice way down in here somewhere said, where you're missing it is you're not calling those things which be not as though they were. See, faith, Romans 4, 17, I'd preach that, calls those things which be not as though they were. See, you're not calling those things which be not as though they were. Because, you see, you're still saying, I'm hurting. You're thinking about calling the doctor. You see, if you call those things which be not, can you see that? Then you act like and speak as though you were healed. Can you do that in that pain? Yeah, you can. I know I did it. I said, all right. I began to laugh right on the bed. I said, I see it. I see it. See it? Stumble right over the same little old stumbling stone. I said, all right. I call those things which be not as though they were. I call it as though I was healed. Now, if I was healed, what would I do? I'd go to sleep. Sleep. That's what I'd do. And I just turned right over. When I turned over, like you snapped your finger, every symptom disappeared. I fell off asleep and slept soundly. Never had another symptom. The minute I began to call those things to speak not as though they were. Now, you see, here's where the battle is again. 
between your spirit and your body. Particularly when it comes to healing, you see, the feeling part rises up and defeats us. Are you following me? The feeling part. We go by our feelings instead of uh, our spirits. But you see, in, in the midst of the test, in the midst of, of, of the battle, the Spirit of God led me out. He didn't condemn me for thinking about uh, calling the doctor. I never had in all those years, but I was sure seriously considering it. <laughs> you can't stand but so much pain. It'll wear you down after a while. We don't criticize anybody. No, don't base your faith on feelings. Base it on the Word of God. Romans 8, 16 does not say that the Spirit bears witness with our bodies or with our feelings. It said the Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. The Word and the Spirit agree. The Word and the Spirit agree. How can you tell if it's the Spirit of God that's well, if it's in line with the Word, it is. If it's out of line with the Word, it's not the Spirit. I've had people come to me, they were just sure of the Spirit and leading them to do something. I said, no, no, that's not it. That's not the Spirit of God. Now, this, may, this, is an extreme, this is an extreme case, but it's absolutely true. One man came. He's married. He's got a wife. There's another woman in the church. She's got a husband. But the Spirit of God leading them to leave their companions and marry one another. That's out of line with the Word. Don't you entertain that. You start entertaining that and the devil will get you. And you'll think you're following the Lord. Are you listening? And you know what's strange about that is? You think any Christian know better, but I know full gospel pastors and preachers that have done that very thing. I know some of them talking to me. Said the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost led them. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I said, no, he didn't. That's not in line with the Word. That's not in line with the Word. I never believe that the Holy Ghost yet broke up any homes. I don't believe God's broken up any homes yet. Now you think about this one preacher. I, I'm not talking about now just a, just layman. You know, you, you know, you'd think preachers would know better, especially full of the Holy Ghost in the ministry. Miracles happen under the ministry. You know what one preacher said to me? I'm not talking about something somebody told me. If you don't go by here, say I won't repeat that. That's scandal. I'm, the, I'm, the whole, I'm talking about things firsthand. Well, yeah, but I just don't love her anymore. You know, after all, when the flame, the fire's died out, it's gone. You can't rekindle it. I just soon hear a donkey break at midnight with ten bars. <laughs> That's not going to give you any excuse to commit adultery. You can rekindle the fire if you want to. Amen. Just don't love her or him like I used to. God's leading me in a different direction. It was the God of this world that was leading. Now that would be fun if it wasn't so pathetic. But it's, 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 it's pathetic. Not the least bit of humor about it. 
the spirit and the word agree. This book, inspired by the Spirit of God, examine your leadings in the line in the light of the word. You're listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. The book, Where is God in My Store? by Ken Hagen and the CD series, How to Live Worry-Free, also by Ken Hagen. Both are just $19.95. Call now and get this offer at this special price. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. It seems that as we are on this program and as we go around to different places and travel, I mean, we do at least one crusade a month. We travel overseas. We have big meetings. We get emails of people that uh, when we pray, they, they, they prayed the prayers with us. Or they, they, we get emails talking about that they got, they got the product and how it helped them. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying all of that is because I want to thank all of you Word Partner Club members. Now, what is a Word Partner Club member? A Word Partner Club member is somebody that partners with us to pray for us mm -hmm. and then monthly to send a, a financial gift, That's whatever they can afford to send. And and if you want to find out about it, you can go to rhema.org slash WPC and it'll tell you yes. all about it. But you are helping us to touch the world. Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Ken Hagen entitled How to Live Worry-Free. That's next week right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.